Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. This is Dig a Bit number three for our study this month. I think we're on month six. We're talking about God's comfort in our times of trial, keying in on the word tribulation from our key verse. But I wanted to just take just a minute this morning and talk about one of the responses in our local study last night from number nine in our study. It says, write a short paragraph contrasting the comfort of the three friends of Job with the comfort of the God of all comfort. So obviously, if you've been studying along, you know that Bildad, Zophar, Eliphaz, right. Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar were the, um, we call them the miserable comforters of Job. And we discussed at length why that was the case. And then we are in a paragraph comparing that kind of comfort that we often see in the world around us with the comfort of the God of all comfort and his people. So Bonnie Moore was in our class last night. Shout out to Bonnie. And she had this paragraph that she shared with us. And I asked her just to take a picture of it for me and send it to me because I think that it's worthy of our thoughts as we begin the day or in the day. Uh, she says the comfort of these three friends was only comforting when they were silent. God's comfort speaks to us in his word. Job's friend's comfort was in words without knowledge, the scripture says there. But God knows all things. His words are filled with knowledge, that is. And the sum of his word is truth, Psalm 119 verse 160. His understanding is infinite, Psalm 147, verse 5. And the way that God comforted Job is very different. I'm, I'm adding my words here, very different from human comforters. The way that God comforted Job was first with a rebuke and then asking him questions about the wor- world and the creatures of the world things that only God himself could answer. Then, after Job admitted his smallness and repented, acknowledging God's greatness, God comforted him in a very tangible way, restoring his fortunes, Job 42.10, brought his brothers and sisters back to him, and he gave him seven sons and three daughters. Job's friends did not have the power to comfort as God did, even if they, and they weren't, even if they were trying to comfort. They did not have the power to comfort as God does. It's very important. Now, that's her paragraph, and I just thought it was very insightful. She put a lot of thought into that. But I want us to think as we conclude this little dig a bit that we are very, very dependent as children of the God who pities like a father, We are very dependent on His divine comfort, which is always in contradistinction to the weak comfort that can be offered by righteous people and very much in contradistinction to 
the pitiful, miserable comfort that is offered by those who are of the secular world around us. Getting into the Word is, uh, and I know we're learning that this year, getting into the Word is where we receive real comfort, realizing that this world in which we walk is a testing ground, and that, as we pointed out also last night in our little class here in Huntsville, that we really don't obey God. We don't show our faith in God in the good times. It is in the times of tests, the times of trial, that we receive the comfort from God and that we show God that we are in this Christianity for the long haul, that we intend to persevere all the way to the throne. It's in the difficult times that we prove that we are truly committed to the God of all comfort. I hope you have a great day.